The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so the big news this week that happened in New York City for the first time in ages, it did not have to do with the shipwreck that is the Brooklyn Nets. R.J. Barrett is staying a New York Nick, well, we think, for a good long time. Just this week, Barrett finally finalized, that's hard to say, his rookie extension deal. And according to the, this is the bomb, this is the sound of the Woj bomb, he's going to get four years worth of up to $120 million. He's the youngest Nick ever to get a rookie extension. And let's be honest, he absolutely played himself into the contract last season. He had some huge games, and the Knicks were an absolute dumpster fire, and I think they are now building around him. But if you look at his numbers, 26-3 and on a team that struggled most of the year. What do people say? They always say it's really hard to gauge whether someone's any good when they put up numbers on a bad team. And do I think that R.J. Barrett is just putting up ungodly numbers or mediocre numbers and getting $30 million a year, and it really is not an indication of how good he is on a good team? I'm not going to say that, but I'm not not going to say it either. What took the deal so long, you might ask? Well, first of all, it's clear that the Knicks didn't want to pay him that much money. It's probably step one. They would have rushed to give him that deal if they wanted to, just like Memphis did with John Morant. But it felt like that was one of those deadline moves where it's like, listen here, Danny, this is the first shoe to drop in the deadline game. If we can't get a deal done by Tuesday, Monday, if we can't get a deal done by Monday night, RJ's off the table just based on the CBA alone. We're signing him to an extension and you can't fucking have him. Barrett was apparently a coveted piece in this trade in the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes. Apparently, Leon Rose put that as the de facto Donovan Mitchell trade deadline to get a trade deal done with Trader Danny. And when it passed without the Jazz buzzing, budging, the deal got done. What does that mean for New York? Probably nothing, honestly. There's no one that's going to be able to pay what Danny Ainge wants for Donovan Mitchell. It's just 
That means that they're going to build around RJ. means probably Julius Randle is the redheaded stepchild on this team. And I think that's probably no breaking news that he's being shopped right now. He's in every single Hoops Hype article under the sun in the last three weeks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I, what I really think, though, is that this is a warning to Trader Danny. That it's like, listen here, Utah, shit or get off the pot. We know the Jazz want to move Donovan Mitchell. We know that it's the case. We know the Jazz don't want to win games. And with Donovan Mitchell on the team playing basketball, they will win games that they have no intention of winning. Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be there. We know that. He took uh, the Utah Jazz out of his profile. He's just, I think it was be humble now is all that's on his, his Twitter profile. All right. I'm not sure what that is in regards to, but he is not interested in being a jazz member. Jazz are not interested in playing music with him either because they want Victor Wambanyama. We talked about him last week. Barrett was the center of these trade discussions, which apparently broke down over the inclusion of Quentin Grimes. Fuck Quentin Grimes. By the way, he's a nice young piece, but I don't give a fuck. Give him up for Donovan Mitchell. If that's the thing that held it up, folks, we can't really fault Trader Danny, can we? After several weeks, the Knicks had enough of Danny Ainge's increasing deal asks, and they simply finalized the deal for RJ's extension. Does that mean that Donovan to New York is now off? A lot of people are wondering that. A lot of people are like, oh, well, now probably Donovan's going to go somewhere else. Riddle me this. Where else could he go? Who has the amount of unprotected first-round picks that the Utah Jazz are going to want and need in order to get that deal done? Not many. Not many that have the cap space. Not many that have the appetite for his non-defense playing ass. No. The Jazz want four unprotected first-rounders now as part of any deal. That's what they're saying. And the Knicks, I think, are one of the only teams that can actually provide that. Mark Berman of the Post wrote, quote, not having Barrett in the deal would not seem to be a deal-breaker. Sources contend unprotected picks are more important to Utah, which reportedly is after the Lakers' 27 and 29 picks in what could be a three-team deal with Russell Westbrook and Mike Conley included. I mean, that's just this deal's got to get done. There's just no shot it doesn't get done. I think it's time for Utah to let their guard down, stop playing hardball, and get this thing done before training camp gets started, or it's going to get real awkward in Salt Lake City. One thing is for sure. People are starting to call Trader Danny's bluffs, and I don't think that's great news if you're a Jazz fan. He started out wanting eight first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. It's now shrunk to four. Note to Trader Danny, if you finish dead last in the league, by the way, my guy, you only get a 14% chance of getting Victor Wambanyama. So it's not even a fait accompli, as they would say.